Hey, kid, this is Jonathan Stark, and you're listening to Fright Night Minute. Welcome to Fright Night. <laughs> Welcome to Fright Night Minute, a daily podcast where we discuss the original 1985 horror movie Fright Night, one minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Len. And we want to welcome to the podcast Matt Mortensen from the Fun V podcast. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming in. Uh, Matt is a uh, last minute guest, like just signed up to uh, guest like this morning. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, right. That's right. I'm game. I'm down. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm really I'm excited happy. to talk to you. For a person to sign up last minute, they have to really love the movie. I mean, what is your experience with Fright Night? Well, so I really do love this movie. Uh, I'm going to confess that I haven't seen it in a number of years, so I tried to blast through it today, and I didn't quite make it. But I, you know, I watched this minute quite intently, uh, you know, very intently. But I got through most of the movie, and it refreshed my memory and my love of the thing. I probably saw this movie first in, like, it came out 85, right? So probably yep. 90, 89, 90, something like that. And uh, as soon as I possibly could for my parents to allow me. <laughs> and it was right up there with uh, other other movies like um, Silver Bullet and uh, yeah. Monster Squad, which we talked about a little bit. And, uh, and I, I mean, it, it's just, it's in a certain category of its own. And I, I love this kind of movie. Uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously it's one of our favorites. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get into minute 81 of Fright Night. It begins with dinner plans and ends with puppy problems. We begin, we are in the lovely Judy Brewster's room. Uh, Judy. Judy. We're, we're, we've been, we're crushing on her. Unfortunately, she's not here. It's Evil Ed. Uh, and he is on her bed, and Peter is frozen in fear. Um, Ed is reading a note left by Judy as this minute starts. And... Uh, one of the famous lines from Fright Night here is uh, that dinner is in the oven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he delivers it so well. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, actually, uh, writer-director Tom Holland, uh, it, I read an interview with that. He just loves the delivery of this line. <laughs> uh, Stephen Jeffries said, I decided to add a southern twang. I have no idea why. <laughs> <laughs> He said well, he, all vampires come from the South. This is obvious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. He said he had a lot of anger in him in this interview I read. and he, But he was kind of joking about how like he famously didn't get along with Roddy McDowell uh, during the filming of this. He, he, he pushed his buttons a little bit. Uh, but I think they, they were <laughs> it was kind of, uh, you know, again, kind of like an overhyped feud more than it really was. But uh, in the interview, he was kind of joking about that, how, no. how angry he was when filming. <laughs> mm. But uh, yeah, Ed is so freaking grotesque looking at <laughs> yeah. him. Like, I think this is why I avoided like monster stuff when I was a kid because of like these faces would haunt my nightmares if I watched them too young. <laughs> yeah, it's a very different take on vampires than say Monster Squad. I mean, they, they're Duncan Regeer is just this elegant man with the uh, you know with the 
standard hair of a vampire, and here they just go full freak, and yeah. it's, it's a totally different version. Yeah, and it's you know the more I mean he's he's just like regular vampire with the fangs, but as soon as he's like scorched, any any sort of harm comes to these vampires, they just look more and more grotesque. Or like the more I don't know, like Jerry goes through these advanced stages of vampirism later in the movie. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Um, and uh, you know, it, 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 it's funny. The more uh, you know, evil they get, the more grotesque they look as well. Bad. Yeah, that that's so much more fitting to me than the than the suave. You know, always being suave and handsome. I mean, yes, that's that's their you know their character when they're not their natural selves. But their natural selves are supposed to be grotesque. Yeah. I mean, I think the most grotesque thing that Duncan Regeer did in Monster Squad is call a five-year-old a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, he chucked that stick of dynamite into the treehouse. Uh, that, that. Oh, yeah, that Spoiler. was terrible, too. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I agree. Like, that's the, that's the way a vampire should be, right? They fool you, they lure you, but then they let the true demonic side out, right? Yeah. Then you get to see the demon. And, uh, yeah, he's, his growl, by the way, sounds like, uh, like one of my kids just is <laughs> like, he's really hamming it up to scare Peter. <laughs> yeah. There's always a chuckle or a titter behind his delivery. Isn't <laughs> yeah. Like he's having a lot of fun with this. Yeah. Uh, so earlier in the movie, Peter was able to fight him off and give him that, that scar on the forehead. Right. So uh, it's unclear to me why in this instance, he's less of a, you know, less of a monster fighter. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. What is he even armed with at this point? I, I wonder if he has anything. His cowardice. He's armed with his cowardice? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I don't even know if he has a cross on him at this point. Did he drop his box at the his bottom of the stairs? Box, right. He's We're not going to carry that damn box. thing up. Oh, yeah. Uh, two flights two or whatever. Flight, no way. Yeah, I don't think he's armed, but I also think he did not expect to see yeah. this. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he was already frightened by what he saw in the house, you know, and uh, uh, you know, of course, left a poor teenager unconscious on the floor and and yeah. ran out. He's yeah. scared to death. Um, and and yeah, I, I have a feeling, uh, you know, something's going to give him some more confidence, uh, courage uh, <laughs> before uh, this whole event is through here. Um, but, uh, he is on the run again. Uh, I love how his, uh, his feet are pretty much traveling faster than his body because yeah. that's how he, he, like, he's twisting around looking for Ed. And as a result, uh, he's just thrown off balance and ends up completely destroying a bureau. Uh, one of the, you know, Judy's, Judy's nice bureaus that are in the hallway there. Yeah. Nice. Record yeah. place. <laughs> right. Right. So my, my first note says, how shoddy is that table? I mean, <laughs> it goes down pretty easily. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes a questionable weapon here later on when it breaks that easily. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Can uh, you kill a vampire with balsa wood? <laughs> yeah. And, and really, Roddy can't be more than like 96 pounds, right? He's, yeah. a, he's a little guy. So. Yeah. Uh, I do like that when he when he falls down, he like like it shocks him. That's all. You know, his attention is totally focused on the door, um, and it shocks him what happens. But then I like this little look he kind of gives around, looks around, and he just feels really looks like he feels really silly to have yeah, done it's a, that. It's a little bit of relief, a little bit of embarrassment. Yeah, 
Yeah, he. I mean, in these in these few minutes here, it's his his facial work is very expressive. I mean, he's doing a good job conveying everything going through his mind in just a few muscle movements of of his you know cheeks and eyes and eyebrows and stuff. I think it's it's kind of corny, but it also fits the character. I like it a lot. Yeah, Ryan McDowell, a world class actor. Right. Yep. Uh, so. And- World class uh, 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 spear finder, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, stake finder, right? He reaches back and pulls that leg, and it's perfect. Mm. I mean, that's usually how it is in vampire anything. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how many Buffy Buffy episodes I've watched where she just kind of breaks something off, and it's really nice, sharp, pointy stake. <laughs> just ready to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as a woodworker myself, I know that that's how all wood breaks, just in the perfect uh, apex point to go through any turn of any anything coming at you <laughs> i obviously you know uh so you have many weapons laying around i'm sure uh, yeah, just accidentally made you don't know <laughs> all my windows are nailed shut in my bedroom because I, I don't know what the neighbors do <laughs> <laughs> uh so so uh peter in this uh rubble here's a growl and i swear it sounds like one of the demon dogs from ghostbusters <laughs> oh yeah oh yep I, uh, you know, and, and the, the effects team that worked on Friday night worked on Ghostbusters. So I can imagine right. maybe, uh, but I did really go back and compare it. Um, it, it probably could be repurposed audio. I mean, that's exactly right. They're both, uh, yeah, they're both Columbia pictures and yep. same effect team. So makes sense. But I, I like that he, he, he doesn't see anything, but he just hears this growl and it's, it's so, it, it's different than this cackling, crazy, uh, vampire teen, uh, he was just dealing with suddenly it's just quiet and then a growl, you know, the, the wolf and, and, uh, so, so I really love the, the how the tension is built here. The little look he gives to down the hall is, yeah. is really great. What is coming yeah. out now? <laughs> what is nah, happening? I mean, that point when Rick Moranis pops his head out is just so crazy. <laughs> hey guys, just here to do taxes. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna be over in my apartment. I don't know. There's a party going on later. Uh, <laughs> yes, have some. Yeah, and then Roddy really feels dumb for pulling that sneak out because uh, well, you don't need it for an accountant, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and uh, really the how the vampire rules are kind of just really. I don't, I don't know if you want to call them broken, but when you have a vampire that can turn into Rick Moranis. I mean, where is your movie going? <laughs> Next thing you know, he's shrinking his kids, and then this just cats and dogs. <laughs> All right, I'm ending this bit now. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine because I do. I do have a question about what comes out of that door. So uh, yeah, break it out of out of the room. Steps a freaking wolf. <laughs> yeah. Not expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of vampire rules, is that uh, part of their uh, switcheroo <laughs> portfolio? Can they do that? I didn't think so. Uh, I mean, he looks hungry. Oh, wow. Come on. <laughs> I tried. Edit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's saying hungry I, like a wolf? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, he's hangry. He's hangry like a wolf. Um, yeah. I, Dracula could do mist, bat, and wolf. Yeah, so is that... I wonder if, like... You know, I wish I did more research in the legend stuff. I think lore. I burned out on the on the lore earlier in this movie yeah. by all the different things I had to look up. But uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, if we use that novel as sort of like the birthplace for the modern day myth, uh-huh. there's a lot of different variations of it. But that does go back to the source material that Dracula turns into a wolf. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say this is okay. Tom Holland, uh, <laughs> Tom Holland, uh, you know, constantly paying an homage to these old, the older creature features. You know, it, it's right in line with. But it, it you know, be, watching it in the eighties or later, you know, you're not expecting a wolf to step out. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Especially when there's so many werewolf movies probably happening, right? Like at the no. time, Silver Bullet. You mentioned there, there's uh, the Howling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. American Werewolf in London. It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, American Werewolf in Paris. The, obviously, the superior Uh-oh. movie. Get out. <laughs> I think then the question stands: Is is there a distinct race of things that are werewolves that are not vampires turned into wolves? In that, in the way you're framing this. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you say, Len? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not all—it's not all real. So I guess it's whoever's writing it. Did Bram Stoker have the idea of the werewolves that were enslaved to vampires? I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I read that. Uh, no, no, that werewolves no. never come up in in the in that in Dracula. Okay. It's like a whole separate mythology. Yeah, I don't really yeah, know. I really wonder. Now I'm thinking. Oh man, I really want to go go and look up. Uh, you know, werewolves where it started, and obviously there were there was lore. Uh, There's always gypsies involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, always. Yeah, I wonder what like what's the classic literature. I feel like I'm missing the definitive the definitive werewolves. werewolf story. Like Dracula is a definitive vampire. Well, story. I don't know if there ever was one. It, would it be like the Wolfman, the Universal Picture? I mean, yeah, that's a movie. I'm wondering if there's right, like a right. story. Yeah, is that based yeah. on like a story? Uh, is was Team Wolf? Uh, yeah, it's got to be Team yeah. Wolf. Yeah, it's, it's Team Wolf. Yeah. Yeah, that's the base right there. It's it all comes from Teen Wolf for sure. <laughs> this is a Michael J. Fox novel, I believe. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, it's 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 a very growly wolf. It doesn't look very friendly. Um, this was a live trained wolf on the set oh, uh, yeah. at Laird Studios, um, and Stephen Jeffrey said in an interview that uh, he actually tried to pet the wolf and got yelled at by the wolf wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> he says apparently they bite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. This one looks like it might. Uh, yeah, I mean, before the eyes go red, he's, he's looking like a you know a little puppy, but you know. <laughs> It looks like a, you know, a, I don't know, what, what do you call that, greyhound or... What? Not oh, a like greyhound, a husky. husky, husky, husky. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it was an actual wolf, not like a wolf-dog hybrid or anything. It was, they, they trained a wolf, and they let it loose on Ronnie McDowell. Uh, <laughs> I'm certain that they are different, <laughs> they are different places. <laughs> uh, or at least these are different, uh, d- different, filmed at different times, I should say. Yeah. Okay. There's a little movie magic going on here, huh? Yeah. They didn't want to sacrifice yeah. Ronnie McDowell. Was it just one wolf, or was it like in Indiana Jones when there was multiple lions and you can see the difference uh, in their coats and things like that? You know, when it first comes out, it looks kind of like a different wolf and until it steps uh, out. Um, God, it looks it more whiter when its eyes go um, yeah, red. Yeah, it look like two. But it might be, the, might be the lighting. It's hard to say. It could be the lighting, but it almost does look like two different dogs. Um, yeah, it could be. Could be. Much more gray when he's growling. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, because like I mean, that's yeah. that's something that, you know, you hear about in movie production, how like, you know, some dogs are good runners and some dogs right. are good growlers, and, you know. Right. Um, it's hard to find that complete package. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned that you must love dogs. So that's from a movie. Um, you must. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, I love that this wolf is scary enough, but then its eyes turn red and it looks right at us, the, the watcher. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay, um, I'm scared now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, stepped it up a notch. Not a normal wolf, because a normal wolf wouldn't be scary enough coming out of my neighbor's mom's bedroom or whatever it is. Yeah, I, I love these rotoscope red eyes. It's so 80s, but it, it is so cool. Yeah, they're good. Because the rotoscoping isn't perfect for every frame, it almost gives them a flickering quality. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Which is really neat. And the and the wolf's mouth is very reminiscent of uh the you know the vampires in this film. Mm-hmm. Teeth are similar yeah. in some way. Yeah, all the different the teeth sticking out here and there. Yeah. 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 That's a scary, <laughs> we have it freeze framed on the computer. I'm I'm shivering right now. <laughs> and I also want to pet it. All right, well. Um the script actually says that the wolf is as ugly as Evil Ed. I think Evil Ed's uglier than the wolf. <laughs> oh, by, by far. I mean, they, they weren't going to pay the money and have a wolf sit in a makeup chair for 18 hours. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, haven't been trained to do that yet. So Peter starts to try to get up at the tatters of the bureau. Obviously, there's a wolf approaching. And then it starts running down the hallway at Peter in slow motion. And it's interesting here that... Well, once it comes out the door, it's it's as if we're watching from Peter's point of view. But later, when we see the wolf start running down the hallway, we can't see Judy's door. Right, it's, it's around, around the, the corner. corner. Yeah. So they kind of fake us a little bit once we first see the wolf, as if we're seeing it from Peter's point of view. Because where Peter's sitting, he's he definitely wouldn't see Judy's door. That's just a nitpicky thing you get here at a minute-by-minute podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> right. Well, it makes you wonder, how long is that hallway? I mean, is this a normal hallway? <laughs> yeah. or? I. I I guess it, I mean I'm assuming it's pretty short because I can't see deep, any other reason to put him into slow motion because obviously yeah. if it's in regular time you just make it right down the hall wouldn't it be very scary right or just be way too quick I don't know does this does the slow motion work for you guys you mean do I like it do you like the slow motion yeah I like the slow motion okay all right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think you're right. They have to do that. I, I, you know, I used to have a husky, and if it ran down a hallway, it'd be two leaps, and it would be on you. So you, know, <laughs> you got to stretch that point uh, five seconds out at least, at least double time or half time. Yeah, and, and they're also cutting back and forth to Peter's reaction as he's <laughs> as he's seeing yeah. this thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not time for that. When you're being attacked by a wild animal, you have to react. And it's funny because yeah, yeah. Peter's reaction is in real time while the wolf is in slow motion. <laughs> it's like, I've got plenty of time to freak out. <laughs> uh, so what would you guys do if you were uh, sitting in the tatters of uh, 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 some lady's bureau and uh, a wolf all of a sudden appeared and started running down the hall at you? Uh cry maybe cry. a little <laughs> i i would be instant fetal position right <laughs> yeah i think your instinct is to uh cover the soft underbelly parts <laughs> yes yeah and try to roll down the stairs maybe i, I wouldn't uh i wouldn't be a fighter i don't think <laughs> yeah i'd be a flighter yeah for sure <laughs> somersault yeah i'd be a lover i'd be like come here puppy <laughs> No. <laughs> well, they do, they do say if you don't look them in the eyes and you act a little demure and, you know, you, you act calm, then it's going to go better for you. But I don't think that account that works for vampire wolves. Right, Probably yeah. not. Vampire wolves. Not it's so weird to say. <laughs> vampire wolves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was told that was a legit thing to say by you guys. So don't even yeah, don't yeah. Come, come at me. If you get bit by a vampire wolf, what would you get first? Rabies or vampirism? <laughs> yeah. I think you'd turn into a, uh, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> 
maybe wolf. Yeah, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why uh, Ed looks so fucked up. Maybe Jerry actually we never see him bite him, so maybe he did half wolf and bit Ed, and that's why Ed's yeah. so ugly as a vampire. Why doesn't Jerry turn into a wolf? Maybe he could. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so as the wolf gets closer, Peter then suddenly raises a huge stake and gets to his feet. Um, oh, does he get to his feet? I didn't even, I didn't catch that. I thought he just kind of jammed it from the floor, but he got up, huh? Wow, yeah. He kind of shimmies up the wall a bit and then, and then jumps up. Yeah. I guess he is standing there, isn't he? Yeah. Wow. A fighter. Yeah. I do like this because, you know, Peter did run scared from the house, you know, a few minutes ago. And I consider this as Peter getting the option of fight or flight. He decides he's going to fight. Um, he still looks pretty petrified when this wolf comes at him because he, he doesn't know what to expect, I assume. But he does have the, uh, you know, the, the mind to grab a weapon and try just to make one last stand. Yeah. So uh, I like I like this that Peter has decided to go down fighting, and you know he's he gets his his he gets his nerve back. Uh, <laughs> probably by uh, I, you know if I had to guess by the end of this uh, the weeks of recording here, uh, but uh, I think this is the start of it. Just this, uh, he's gonna get his groove back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of groove, we're we now have him freeze framed with him laying down. Do you see? Oh, you moved it. Is he wearing a mood ring now? He is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Groovy, baby. wonder what purple means. Uh, <laughs> scared yet horny? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it means his pants are brown. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so the wolf leaps. Peter falls back, breaking the banister behind him. We hear a distinct yoink because that's the sound of a you know wooden stake going through a, a wolf, I suppose. And the wolf sails into the chandelier over the Brewster's foyer and hits the floor, staked. I tell you, when that wolf, because I'm watching it in slow-mo right now, that's a pretty pretty convincing dog right there. Yeah. It looks real. It looks like they threw a a dead dog into that (laughs) chandelier. (laughs) Just the way it's flopping around. Uh uh, Man, we're going to have to ask, uh, we're going to have to inquire. Did you kill a dog? <laughs> Did you kill that yeah. one? Do you, uh, do you have any info on the uh, VFX around that scene, around that part there? Uh, I mean, it's a dummy. That's for sure. For I sure, mean, it's a dummy. But is it the same? I'm just, I'm just going to try to get to the spot you guys are looking at exactly. Is it the same? Is this minute have the dog uh, crawling on the floor or no? No, no not yet. Nope. Okay. Yeah, so that that thing hits that. Okay, I just watched it. that thing hits that chandelier. Yeah, and man, you got to think. Ah, that was a beautiful chandelier. Uh-huh. Uh, bummer. I'm wondering. Huge bummer. What What are the Brewsters doing with a chandelier? <laughs> Looks like a well, chandelier. Yeah, this was the '80s, right? I mean, you get you know, look a little fancy. It's obviously in their front entryway. Yeah, that's it's, it's plastic. <laughs> if you stop, it's plastic. That makes more sense. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, they did a yeah. great job with the wolf dummy here. It uh, does. It looks. I'm assuming it's different than what we see on the floor. Well, what we this is, end this up, is the throw wolf. <laughs> yeah, this is the throw wolf. What we see in the next minute is definitely an animatronic. Yeah, we'll throw. get into it. Yeah, you know, it's a throw. You know, it's funny. I, I'm doing the back and forth high speed scrubbing and I, I'm embarrassed for Mrs. Brewster because when that wolf hits the ground. Oh, yeah. So much, so much <laughs> left from out of that car. <laughs> yeah, really? Oh, it's like a cloud. I mean, it's like the house when it's uh, overflowing Jeez, with the Judy vacuum. Yeah. You see that? I mean, it's insane. I don't oh. think the, the the vampire can't be that man, that mangy, but, you know, yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> No, that's new fur right there that you just cruised. Well, so we know that, that Judy's a new fur. 
a very busy lady. She's yeah, a single she's mother. Working the night yeah. So really, and I, you know, I love him. He's been a hero since I was a kid. But Charlie, do your fucking chores, man. <laughs> yeah. He's too busy trying to get up uh, Amy's shirt to, to pay attention to chores. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we should wrap it up for uh, this minute. Uh, Matt, thank you for guesting with us. Uh, you want to come back tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you are a host of podcasts. Please let the folks know where they can find you. Yeah, so I am one of the co-hosts of the <clears throat> Fun V podcast. And if you don't recognize Fun V, it is what Tony Stark says in the first uh, Iron Man movie. Yep. And so our podcast <laughs> is about uh, the entire MCU where we try to break down, you know, what's what are all the connections between these movies and what's some of the behind-the-scenes stuff that you don't hear about um, unless you're super fans like we are. Mm-hmm. And then I um, also started a project with my local theater, which is really fun, where we're going to cover movies and do live events uh, about the things that they're screening on a monthly basis. And that one's called the Parkway Theater Podcast. So come listen. Such a cool project. Yeah. I wish our local theater was as cool as yours because I saw <laughs> one of the ones you did was uh, Temple of Doom, or at least that was your first episode. Yep. I, I suppose yep. if we started exclusively covering Christian mu- movies, we could probably do it with our local <laughs> theater. Right. Yeah, there's a Christian company there, isn't there? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> anyway, let's uh, let's put a stake in this uh, uh, werewolf, uh, wolf, 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 pyre, wolf, <laughs> vampire, wolf, vampire, wolf. Please follow us on Twitter at Fright Night Men. Send your feedback to frightnightminute at gmail.com. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, I'm Robin. I'm Len. And I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. Have a fright night, everyone. He's a vampire. A what? <laughs> <laughs> You're so cool, Brewster!